0: Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of Anubhav. My name is Pramrita Dhodi, junior coordinator of the Branding Cell, and I will be the host for this episode of Anubhav. We understand that choosing a specialization can be a defining point in a student's life. And to make the process a little easier for you, we have some industry professionals from various fields talk about their personal journey. The branding cell conceptualized these weekly doses of intriguing conversations to give you a deeper insight into the world of management. We hope to help you make an informed decision about choosing the right fit for you by the end of this season. In our previous episodes, we walked you through the opportunities in the field of finance and human resources with our guests who shared their own experiences. If you haven't yet heard the previous episodes of Anubhav, I would highly recommend for you to go ahead and give it a listen. Without further ado, let's jump into our weekly dose of the podcast. Today on the show, I would like to give a very warm welcome to our guest, Mr. Akshay Trivedi, Chief Commercial Officer, the Asian Parent Group. He comes with almost two decades of experience in the FMCG sales, qualitative research, and digital marketing across sectors. Sir has recently joined the Asian Parent Group as its first Chief Commercial Officer, Prior to which, he was the Regional Director of Digital and Media Excellence in APAC for Johnson & Johnson. And today, he will be talking about marketing and the multiple career avenues it has to offer. So welcome, sir. The very first question I would like to pose to you is, was getting a job in the field of marketing always your plan? And what exactly it is about this field that drove you towards it?
1: No, it was never a plan. So... What I've realized is there are people, there are two kinds of students who come for MBAs. The first are who have focus and the others who don't. So the ones who have more focus than the others are choosing or usually end up choosing the work streams that they want to get into, which is HR, logistics, finance. I don't know what all information system, what all different uh, specializations you guys have. So people who have focus are already there. And the ones who are still deciding end up taking marketing. So I was one of those. I did commerce. I did marketing. I didn't really have focus early on in life. But there was something about marketing which always interested me. It was the fact that I'm I'm getting getting a chance to interact with consumers. Uh, But when it came to having the motivation to do take-up marketing in MBA, I didn't have any. The passion for marketing has evolved since the time I started my career. So it gave me some tools. Uh, So marketing basically gives you tools and skills like how do you deal with people? How do you deal with marketing agencies? um, And how do you deal with politics? It also gives you that personality that you want to put out there in organizations. So it gave me all of that. It didn't really give me a passion for marketing. The passion for marketing actually came from my first job onwards, where when I started selling candy in North India. So I joined uh, Morugappa Group and I was selling Coffee Bite and Punjab and Himachal. So the motivation actually was an iterative and evolving procedure process. So
0: that has to be a very interesting start to this particular career field of yours. So like every other field, there are various misconceptions that are often attached to every field and marketing is no different. So there is one particular that I often hear students speak about that men are more suited for these kind of roles such as sales and marketing. What are your views on this?
1: It depends. Uh, Honestly, a lot of these biases or misconceptions have been around for a long time. And they're not rooted within our education system or our corporate system. They are ingrained in our society. So when you start off in sales, especially FMCG sales, the kind of interactions that you have in the first year of your job are battling these biases. And these are not biases which you will see at the workplace necessarily. These are biases that you will see in the markets themselves. So most of these misconceptions are i would say more in the fmcg sector than other sectors primarily because if you end up on in a sales job or a marketing job in fmcgs your first six to eight months are a rotation in one of the internal areas in india where you have to deal with distributors you have to deal with retailers you have to deal with wholesalers who are primarily men not most not very educated have had preconceived biases about what women should be doing and not should not be doing based on the heritage and family they come from so i think it's it's a function of sectors if you take on fmcg you will face face these biases but it'll it'll harden you it'll strengthen you so i in my mind take the job you want and don't worry about the biases
0: I think that's a very suitable response to this question, sir. Uh, Another point I would like you to highlight is what, according to you, is an ideal skill set that a person might need to be in this particular field?
1: People management. So marketing, in my mind, is one of the more subjective things which are out there as a function. Like when you talk about finance, you have very specific deliverables. When you join an organization, you're managing the PLN balance sheet of the company. When you're in, for example, logistics, you're managing the supply chain. When you're in HR, you're managing people. When you're in um, information systems, you are working with the product team in the back end and getting everything up and going for the consumer-facing functions. Marketing ends up becoming too broad. So either you're working on uh, the brand or the marketing or you're working on general management when it comes to managing businesses or you end up working. uh, in, In all of these cases, you end up uh, working with a lot of agencies, is a uh, people, sorry, you end up working with a lot of people. So I think where the main skill that you need in this case is how do you navigate the different kinds of people that you manage, whether it's people in the agencies, whether it's people internally, uh, whether it's uh, your business stakeholders, the people management in my mind is the most important skill set that you need to have.
0: As we've seen that your career trajectory has spanned across decades now. What are the various career options do you feel actually constitute as a part of the, this particular field of sales and marketing?
1: So within marketing now, you've got many, many different, not many, many, but quite compared to when I started out, you've got a few sub-work streams which have emerged. So within marketing, you've got your vanilla marketing where you're looking after the overall brand, whether you're working in a Colgate or you're working on a NOR or frito-lays so overall what the brand identity should be this is kind of more old school then of course it's the the second work stream here would be um, amplification so when you're working on the different media touch points within the media touch points also you've got television which is more mainstream cinemas or basically mass media and then you've got digital media so even these for, for, uh, you know, the way things are currently structured are two very distinct sub-work streams of a work stream where you have people working in traditional marketing, which would be somebody who graduates from an MBA institute such as yours. And then there are people who go into digital marketing, which takes a bit of acquiring in terms of skill because it's a bit more complex. It's something which is harder to, you know, quantify in terms of ROI. So as you start your career in, in uh, traditional marketing, in a large FMCG or any other organization, over the years, you need to keep your mind wow. open to make sure you acquire the right skills and know more about channels like Google, Facebook, Amazon, or any other channels which are coming up locally in the market that you're working in. Okay
0: so as you just previously mentioned a very important skill of people management that any individual needs to possess what is your opinion on an individual actually possessing a creative flair to be able to be successful in this field of marketing
1: oh, what do you mean by creative flair like creativity
0: a, creative... Sense, a creativity, a sense of thinking out of the box you know being able to get ideas which are not cliched or probably stuck to one particular source of
1: ideas so as long as creative is not linked to what i think you're talking about uh, i'm sure when you talk about creative is creating fancy advertisements like the ones you see on dairy milk on television for you know different key brands for me creativity is a lot more than that yes you need that but at the same time creativity is also around how you influence your senior leadership uh, in organizations how you manage people also requires a lot of creativity how you deal with the data that you end up you know, capturing from all the campaigns and all the work that you do. So creative, creativity is super important, but it should not be limited to you having great ideas and creative ideas. You will have people like in agencies, creative agencies, who will be paid to do that for you. So it's a good thing to have a creative flair, but it should be more at all encompassing than focused on only the communications that you draft for your brands.
0: Okay. Uh, how would you describe your career trajectory over the years? Uh, especially in the initial years as all of us students will be passing out and most of us are freshers. So how do you think what a student can expect from his or her initial years of their own career in this field of marketing?
1: Hmm. So ideally you should have, well, all careers should have three phases. The first phase is learning. So the first few years of your career, make sure you're learning, make sure you experience as much as you can across functions before you decide to take on that one thing that you love doing. So at least in my case, my first two years of my career were in FMCG sales, wherein as I mentioned, I was selling Coffee bite and Punjab and Himachal. The next two years were in qualitative market research, where I was working with quantum market research. And working on clients like Pepsi, Gillette, Airtel, Motorola. I, get to, I got to travel all over India and meet different kinds of consumers. So, the second company that I worked in was around qualitative research. The third was when I joined my bank, joined the bank, Sanasharit Bank. And again, I was doing financial services sales. And then I went into consumer banking marketing. So, the first 10 years of my career, I focused more on broad basing myself and having exposure to as many functions and uh, as many work streams as possible and from then on the second decade of my career has been about focusing primarily on marketing and then on digital marketing and now as I move into you know next year I'm going to be starting my third decade like 21st year of working ex- work experience I want to stick to you know I, I, based on everything that I've learned in the last 20 years I want to focus on actually being able to drive a business. And that's where I've just joined as the CCO here. It's giving me full P&L responsibility. But it, what it also comes with is I've got a lot of learning across all the products and functions that we are in. So That's how it should be.
0: So this next question that I have is actually my own personal favorite. How do you maintain a work-life balance? And if any it's, tips...
1: It's completely up to you. When, I'm, when I was in India, uh, what I realized was uh, we are extremely indisciplined and inefficient when it comes to working in the corporate sector. We come late to office, we go for way too many tea breaks, our lunches are long, and then we technically start working after lunch. And then we end up saying it till 9.30, 10 in the night and like telling everyone that hot yeah, So work-life balance is all about being disciplined. To start work on time, go for your tea breaks, definitely, but make them shorter, make them more focused, but make sure you finish by 536. Everyone is can finish work by 536. See if you can instill the same culture around you, because I know it, especially in India, there is a lot of peer pressure. If you go home on time, which is 536, you will have your peers telling you a half day again. I found that in extremely poor taste so it's completely up to us i've been able to practice that a lot now that i'm out of india because people outside of india are very protective of their personal time so in singapore for example people don't take official calls after six if they've been scheduled with uh, people in the us or some other time zones they'll take that they don't take calls after six they don't take calls on weekends they spend time with their kids. They spend time taking care of themselves and exercising. So it's, it's completely up to us and up to you guys how you want to do it. Just don't be indisciplined when you join your first job.
0: Absolutely. I think that's definitely some food for thought for our students. So the last question I have for you, sir, has two important parts. One, how do you describe success in both career and in general? And what is that one piece of advice that you would like our students to take away?
1: okay so uh, i have two criteria for sex success number one of course money i think we are all i'll be we'll be bullshitting each other if we say that we're not here to make money everyone is here to make money so if you have adequate disposable income after all your expenses uh probably 10 years down the line and if that disposable income keeps increasing then i would suggest that from i, I would think that from a, a career standpoint i've You know, I've I've, I've been decently decently successful. Second is comfort. So based on what you've done, what you've learned in your job, how comfortable are you in your life? And how much comfort are you able to bring to your loved ones or your family? So if you're comfortable, you don't feel stretched, then you're at peace. Then I would say that you've had like a all-round success in your life. What advice I would want to give to all of you out there? Be patient with yourselves. I know everyone feels that they are God's gift to mankind and you know when they join their first jobs, they want promotions every two years. Take your time, pace yourself, take time to learn. As Rancho says in Three Idiots, Chase excellence, success chak marge pichayega. And that holds true. So don't rush into anything. Don't change jobs because you're getting more money somewhere. Change jobs and you when you feel that yes, you get more money, but at the same time you're getting to learn a lot more, and uh, just pace the first ten years of your career, you'll you'll make it for sure.
0: That indeed is a wonderful advice sir and thank you so much for joining us your journey this session has been extremely invigorating and inspiring and I'm sure all of our listeners has benefited from your words thank you once again for the invaluable insight that you've given especially when it comes to marketing I would also like to thank our audience today for submitting some time with us. If you like this episode, please like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your friends and family or whoever you think might benefit from it. This podcast was brought to you by Sims Branding Set. Thank you.